Welcome to the Morning After Podcast, a Freedom Center Church podcast. All right, well, welcome to another episode of the Morning After Podcast. Pastor Josh here with you this morning with Pastor Jim. How are you doing this morning? I am the one and only other person at this table today. I'm yes, good. Yes, there's only two of us. It is a huge week here at Freedom Center Church. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, we've been saying it from the stage. It's one of our, our favorite weeks of yeah. the whole year. Um, Summer Spectacular this year. It's called Mega Camp Sports, Science, Cheerleading. Um, it's We're recording this on a Tuesday morning, so yesterday was the first night of mega camp and man there were a lot of kids here yeah (laughs) every year i kind of forget how many kids are actually going to be here yeah but it's like there's more kids in here on a night during the week than we would have adults on a sunday morning during a service um but it's they're half the size so you can fit twice (laughs) as many of them in in the room yeah um but then once their parents are coming in, like there's just a lot of people and a lot of life. And I think yeah. that's just a really exciting there's a, thing. There's a, a phrase that Pastor Jason coined about 10 years ago about October chaos that comes to mind. And he took the words chaos and organized and invented the word chaotic. And, yeah. and that's what it is. It's two yep. and a half hours of just chaotic activity where, uh, I, you know, one of the things that shocked me last night was the, how do you put 20 kids on a basketball team? Yeah, twenty third graders or whatever it was on a basket, and, and everybody gets to play. And man, they figured it out. Every right. kid, they were doing relay races with dribbling the ball and playing tag with uh, if, if someone's dribbling a ball and they touch you, you're out kind of thing. Like yeah. it was, but these kids are learning these great skills of soccer and cheerleading and basketball, and you know, and everybody's having a blast. And then it started raining and nobody wanted to come in, so the kids come in right. soaking wet and you know laughing and high fiving. And well, and that part was really funny because there wasn't rain in the forecast, yeah, at all. And then yeah. it rained really hard for five minutes, yeah. and then it stopped raining only over us. Right? Yeah, literally, <laughs> there's one little you know green yellow spot on the radar for a hundred miles that happened to be right above us. Yeah. So, so anyways, if you're listening to this and it's still during the week you've got a kid he's sitting around just playing video games all week or not doing much you can still sign them up right now kindergarten through fifth grade uh we would love to have them again it's basketball soccer science and cheerleading they can go and hang out for the week and uh it's just a really really good time even if you're not a part of our church if you're just in the area it's a great time to come and hang out and get to know people and uh, get rid of your kids for a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a lot of couples walking in a little haggard, you know yeah, what I mean? And right. dropping off their kids and they hold hands, go back to the car. And for some reason, two and a half hours later, they're smiling as they right. come back. So right. I, I assume they went home and went, did laundry. They probably. went and got ice cream is what <laughs> yeah. it was. Ice cream makes everybody happy. So, <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, let's um, get back into Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, Romans part 10. Yeah. We're, we're getting closer towards the end of our summer series, right? Yeah. It's which is crazy. It's the middle of August now, so we're getting close to that went fast. getting back into the fall. Yeah. Um, but we still got some great weeks coming up with the series. But let's just talk about Sunday. How do you think that Sunday went you overall? Know, Sunday, it's funny, Sunday was a standalone sermon. It, it didn't need to be a part of a series. Yeah. And really, what it, right. it kind of encapsulated, I thought, the highlights of the other nine yeah. you know, weeks. In, well, it's in interesting the, because we've been working through our, our, our yeah. chapters of Romans, and yeah. you had scripture from Romans 1 all the way to Romans 14. 14. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, I'll let you keep going with yeah. your thought. Yeah, so I, I liked it. I, I 
it's like if I were just going to go speak somewhere and someone say, hey, would you come speak? And what do you want me to talk about? Oh, I just want you know people to know the Lord. I just want people to get saved. Like that would be the type of message I would love yeah. to, to preach. And what I think is, is so great is it's not – I had a woman uh, come up to me after the service and say, listen, I was raised – Universalist Unitarian Christian Science. She mentioned a couple main mainline denominations. She said, "I've never known the Bible. I I've, either we didn't use it, or when we used it, it was in such a, a dull way that it never. If it went in my ear at all, I don't remember it. It came right out the other ear." Right. She said, "Today, so many questions were answered about God. So many questions were answered about faith." I said, well, yeah. "Where are you at with the Lord?" Because I'm not I'm not there yet. Yeah. But, it, but you answered today. I'm like, well, Paul did 2,000 years ago answer these questions. Right. She said one of her big objections has been, you know, the, the thought went about the – she has, like, friends that are Jewish. They don't believe in Jesus. So what? They're all going to hell? What about the people in the Amazon? They're all going to hell. So explaining Romans 1 and saying if if you've never heard the word of God, your eyes can still behold the works of God. Yeah. And the works of God hold you accountable to know who it is that made all of this. She said right. that answered it. Like I was – that question is now answered right. that they, they should be seeking the one that made all of this. And if they're not, it doesn't matter if they're Jewish or they live in the Amazon or they're in this room right now. Yeah. It's up to us to seek the one that created this all and to glorify him. And I, right. and I, I get it. I'm like, well, you ready to make a decision? She's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm making decisions that lead me to a decision, but I'm right. not quite there yet. Yeah. So It was really cool. There was um, a couple that they've been coming for a while, but not really sure. Uh, they've been talking to one of our leaders and um, every week they've been addressing the church as, yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah. And then Sunday they said, hey, us. Like they first uh-huh. they, they accepted sal- they, salvation. No uh, I talked between services. There was a couple that yeah. they gave their life together and they kind of raised their hands, <laughs> holding hands. And then afterwards they uh-huh. went and talked to the leader that they had been talking to. And they it wasn't, hey, uh-huh. you guys. It was, hey, Our church hey us. Like yeah. we're a part of this family now. So Love it. And they've come for like a month. So that was really cool to – to see them finally make that decision. Yeah. Um, just a lot of really good things happening with I, the Romans. Series. I think that's kind of a surprise to me. Not not that people are coming to Christ, but that, you know, a Bible study. And, and this is going to sound stupid. Yeah, gee, we're studying nothing but the Bible and people are getting saved. It's like, well, yeah. You right. know, but right. but when, when I started the thoughts about the Romans series, it wasn't like this is going to be an evangelistic series. Yeah. It was we need to, as believers, I think we don't know that we're heirs and we're sons and kind of, you know, beating that drama of yeah. of growing and maturity and, right. you know, solidifying in, in yeah. God's love for us. So let's know? talk about that a little bit because there were several times on Sunday where you seemed very excited because you would say something and you were kind of like letting the audience like fill in the gap. And yeah. it wasn't like five people. It was like 105 yeah. people saying yeah. it. So yeah. let's talk about that a little bit because you're yeah. just like, you're finally getting it. Yeah. Like 10 weeks later. You know what the word justified means. Right. right. <laughs> you know what the therefore is there for. <laughs> right. Right. Do yeah. You, I assume you do stuff like that to, to make it easy for people to remember. Right. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, repetition. You know, right. is important. But it, what's funny is it's a little disappointing to say. I mean, last week, remember, we talked about three things. What were they? And you just like you're talking to a wax museum, right? But yeah, after ten weeks, you know, what is the there? You know, what's the question you have to ask when you see the word there for? I think there's a group of people that for the rest of their lives, as they read the Bible, will come to that word and go, okay, wait, wait, let me let me back up. What what just happened? What's about yeah, to happen? Sure. Because there's plenty of times when you're reading just to read. Yeah. And you're thinking about a thousand different things, and then you get to yeah. the word therefore, and you're like, I don't know what I just read for the last right. 45 seconds. I need to go back and read it again and actually process what I'm reading. And, and I, but in order to understand what's now being said, it's that yeah. you can't put a roof on top of something that doesn't have walls, that doesn't have a foundation, that doesn't have sure. footings. You know what I mean? So yeah. 
to go back to the footings, you know, the original holes that, that are filled in with the Word of God and then build on that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was justification. I, I, it's a word that we don't use ever, really, not, not in a biblical sense, but sure. it's such a pivotal, you know, justified, never sinned in, before God. Like when God sees me, I'm not a forgiven sinner. It's, yeah. it's a justified never sin. There is no past that has right. the stains of, my, of my, my free will on it. It's gone. And what's funny is completely innocent people would pray differently than people who are forgiven and being tolerated yeah. because they're still sinners. You know what right. I mean? So I'm a sinner saved by grace. I understand what's being said there, but I, I, I think if that's all I am, a sinner, who are you? I'm a sinner. It's like saying, who are you? I'm an alcoholic. Who are you? Right. I'm in debt. Who are you? I yeah. I voted for the wrong president. I regret it. You know, like right. you would never introduce yourself, you know, um, that way. Hi, my name's Jim. Really, tell me about yourself, Jim. Well, here's the worst thing I've ever done. You would say something different. So I, I think looking in the mirror at the face that looks back at you and knowing that that person never sinned, yeah. in God's eyes, never sinned. Right. But now there's a boldness and a confidence because of the grace of God. You know? Yeah. So Awesome. Um, I think... The, one of the, the questions that I got asked most about this week's yeah. sermon, uh, and I was hoping that you could talk about it a little bit more, but the multiple heavens, the, oh, the yeah. first heaven, second Wasn't heaven, even part of the sermon. heaven, yeah. um, people were like, what? Like, like yeah. heavenception, you know, like multiple yeah. a heaven within a heaven <laughs> within a heaven. Yeah. Um, if you could just take maybe a couple minutes and kind of elaborate on that a little bit more, because yeah. I really think there were people that were like, I just thought there was a heaven and a hell. I yeah. didn't realize there were layers well, to it's it. It's funny. When we say heaven, we usually don't mean heaven. You know, right. heaven has streets of gold. Well, no. Yeah. The, the New Jerusalem, uh, Revelations 21, I saw the, the the New Jerusalem, the bride of Christ, are coming down as a bride, mm-hmm. you know, beautifully adorned for her groom, blah, blah, blah. So there, there's a city that's uh, about 1,400 miles wide, 1,400 miles long, and 1,400 miles tall. Yeah. And Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you in my father's house. There's many mansions. He's talking about a, a physical place, a physical structure that's described in Revelations 21. So um, when we think of heaven, I'm going to heaven where there's a new sea and there's a that that's all within the confines of this, this structure that's built for us called the New Jerusalem. So there's mm-hmm. a city um, whose builder, you know, and architect is is Christ. So that's what we, so put that aside. When we're talking about heavens, um, there, there's the what they call the celestial heavens, the terrestrial heavens, and then there's the like the, the spiritual heavens. So just breaking that down, the Bible talks about the the heavens declare the glory of God. That's the physical heaven. So those would be the stars, the atmosphere, the birds fly yeah. in the first heaven. We live in in the realm of the first heaven. We jump right. up in the air. We're in heaven, kind of. We're in <laughs> we're in the first heaven. It's a fallen. Um, heavens, if you will, not, not the city of Jerusalem, but just right. heavenly places, heavenly, mm-hmm. you know, the heavens declare the glory of God's stars and suns and moons and so forth. So that's the first heaven. Let me go a little bit farther now. The third heaven uh, in Second Corinthians, Paul says, I once knew a man who went to the third heaven, whether he's in the body or out of the body, I don't know. And he saw things and heard things that, you know, I had to come back and explain him. I think he's talking about John. Who's who's written the book of Revelation from that position of the third heaven? So this yeah. is the throne room. Uh, angels are there. There's no demons that are there. The saints are there. The third the third heaven. So the presence of the Lord, not the New Jerusalem city, but the presence of God. Now, now the Bible never says anything about a second heaven. But if there's a first heaven <laughs> and a third heaven, yeah, then it, it leaves us to speculate what that might be. So. Right. 
in Ephesians, Paul talks about the weapons of our warfare, not carnal. Uh, they're pulling down strongholds, talk about strongholds, talks about principalities, powers, uh, spiritual rulers, forces of wickedness in dark realms. I, that's, that is, my, in my opinion, the second heaven. So it's not, mm-hmm. it's not the physical, you know, I can touch a demon. It's not physical, I can touch that heavenly realm. It's a spiritual realm, it's not a physical realm. Yeah. First heaven is, is physical, third heaven is spiritual, the second heaven would be a fallen spiritual state. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, and, and this is not speculative theology. It's it's solid theology. It's right. I would say I think it's like no, it's this is pretty solid. I would say right. I'm very confident of this. So, um, yeah, you and, wouldn't teach it if you didn't feel right confident on it. Well, I just I want it's in a it's in a moment we're getting ready to pray for people or or trust God for our own needs. And the problem is if I have a problem with you, then I am wrestling against flesh and blood. Well, the weapons of our warfare aren't carnal. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. So if we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. But I'm having a problem with flesh and blood. How do I solve my problem with you without touching you, without arguing with you, debating right. with you? And if our world has done anything wrong today, it's to do all their fighting in the first heavens. Yeah, It's all opinion. And opinions don't win fights. They just create new ones, right? right. So division, violence, murder, uh, you know, all this is going to be a, the result of flesh fighting flesh. And flesh fights flesh, flesh wins. Yeah. yeah it always wins. So... From, from the position, Ephesians chapter 3, now we're seated in Christ in heavenly realms. So if we're seated in Christ, that's not, we will be, we are, we have been seated mm-hmm. in Christ. There's a part of us in Jesus because Jesus is seated in heavenly realms and we're in Christ. That doesn't just mean like we're in a Christ-like mood here. We, we are literally spiritually seated as if it were a physical realm where there's a spiritual realm, we are seated in Christ. Right. So when he says pray that my kingdom would come, my will would be done, uh, bind, loose, all these spiritual warfare type terms. If we do that from the first heaven looking up, saying from the earth, I declare heavenly things to bow, well, I'm fighting a, phys- I'm fighting a spiritual fight with a physical weapon. Right. Uh, but if I fight from the third heavens, from seated in Christ, then it's not just me doing the binding and loosing. Whatever things you bind on, on earth shall be bound in heaven. That's, I believe what Jesus is talking about is the second heavens. So if we mm-hmm. pray from the third heaven, seated in Christ, and we do warfare in the spiritual realm, the second heaven, and we'll see the results of the kingdom of God coming in the first heaven, which is the physical world. Did that make any sense at all? Yeah, no, it did. I think it's, it needs to be a full sermon series, though, because it's, oh. it's such a, I mean, it doesn't, but it would make like for a great life group or something where it's <laughs> like you could get out the whiteboard and start drawing pictures and things right. like that for visual learners. Um, yeah. But yeah, how did that even come about on Sunday whenever you started talking about it? it you know, I, of... I have no, for that closing out worship time, I, have, yeah. I never have a scripted moment. So right. when this happens on Thursday, I, I write this down so that on Sunday I'll yeah. spontaneous. Like it, it just happens. So I felt like, you know, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yeah. I, I think people have been saying, please stop picking on me, Satan. Well, that's that's the first, that's the earth fighting right. a spiritual realm we can't touch. Yeah. So if they, I just thought if people understood, that was what was on my heart, if people understood where they're fighting from, who yeah. they're fighting with, who's on their side, it just that, changes right. the fight. You know? And it was awesome to just end with that that uh, You Are My Champion song yeah. to go straight yeah. in from that, where it's just like we're talking and, about the fight. And then and that probably inspired it too, because there's a line yeah. in there, I am seated in the heavenly place undefeated. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Yeah, so that probably, you know. Matter of fact, I was over there looking up the scripture as that song was singing, I was kind of up ready to, to end the, the worship time, the music time. Yeah. And I thought, let me look up that scripture real quick. And I read it, but I got to read this, you know? Right. So, 
Right. Awesome. All right. Well, we are trying something new with the podcast. I didn't tell yeah. you about it. We're, no. <laughs> we're, 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 we're aiming for a little bit of a shorter time for a couple of oh, weeks. Oh, man. So um, we've only got a couple of minutes left. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about next Sunday because we've got a great guy coming yeah. in to speak. Um, if you enjoy like the education part of scholarly sermons and yeah and you just want to like get into the in between the lines of the bible and the history behind it um not to say if you don't that this sunday isn't going to be for you but man this guy just he's smart like talking to him and doesn't even if you're not talking about the bible just in anything just a very very educated yeah smart person uh dr jp dorsey yeah let's talk about that a little bit yeah jp is a is a He's a metalhead from the 90s uh, who rebelled against God and was kind of that kid in the mm-hmm. youth group. You know what I mean? You know that yeah. one kid that you kind of, you know, the deacon's kid, the pastor's kid, the you know, the reputation. I don't know that he was either one of them, but that <laughs> you, you get the right picture. You know, back of the room, long hair, sunglasses, arms folded, can't touch me. Yeah. He gets radically saved. And what's cool is... He loves Jesus, but I, I can still see him wearing a Metallica t-shirt you know, yep. and, and not being a contradiction. Yeah. I'm not saying he listens to satanic music or whatever. I'm just right. saying that he's he's got great, cool glasses. He, he speaks <laughs> with, a, with a great, educated mind, yeah. but he's folk. He's not... He's not Doctor JP Dorsey. He's just JP. Yeah, you know. But when the man, long hair has turned into no hair, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went from long hair to a mohawk to a faux hawk to, yeah. to, a, to a no hawk. Yes, there's, there's no yes. hawk in the middle. <laughs> yeah, which is good because scholars should be bald and have long beards. So he doesn't have a beard, but he's right. got at that. But no, you if you run into him, you just think, what a sharp guy. I, I bet he sells insurance. Yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. And then you realize this brain, this heart. So he started something called North Point Bible College in Grand Rapids. Yes, it's gone. Started from, his own college. Yeah, <clears throat> it's gone from a dream to really, I, I probably the most influential Bible college that I know of in the Midwest. Um, yeah, we're trying well, to send our students there. Well, it used to be there. when I was when I was out of high school. If you wanted to go to Assemblies of God College, it was you need to go to North Central. Yeah. Well, North Central is twelve. 12-hour drive yeah. away from where I live. Right, or Springfield, Missouri, or Waxahachie, Texas, yeah. or Lakeland, Florida. So there Florida, wasn't really an or... option like a Michigan option. Yeah. So I ended up going to a different denomination school because I still wanted to be close to home because yeah. that wasn't an option. So, right. And I haven't. it wasn't that long ago that I was making a college choice. So the right. fact that this has really gone from n- not Nothing. really an option yeah. at all so hey, we're sending. We want our if our students are going to college, we would like them to go to North Point. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty incredible for yeah for something for him. Now, to be I've able been to there. Say. I've taught in the chapels. I've I've uh, surveyed the class or whatever. Yeah, and it's it's a legit. I mean, uh, Grand Rapids First Assembly has loaned their building to this, so they have yeah. an education wing that is college like. Right. Um, they have their facilities are really second to none. There's nothing like it in Michigan that anybody owns any any denomination that I'm aware yeah. of really tremendous and so they yeah they have the student union area they've got i mean it's, it's a whole huge it's got to be sixty thousand square feet of educational space that they have the exclusive rights to right you know monday through friday and it's brilliant and their teachers are excellent and their their uh, culture is awesome matter of fact one of our old staff members is teaches there brian miller brian and mandy were yeah. worship leaders for years ago and he's there doing the worship department and mm-hmm. so I, I mean i know the people that are doing these things and they're i don't know any of them that are duds you know yeah and that's my concern you can do a, a, an educational environment and all of a sudden you're writing 300 word essays on the hermeneutics of looking right. historiography but you can't tie your own shoes yeah you know that it's it's a very practical they kind of took the best of an fcma 
you know, let's go do it and the right. best of a central Bible college, let's just learn it and not do jack. Yeah. And then they put it together. Let's sure. learn it and do it. Yeah. So FCMA provides tremendous opportunities, our Freedom Center Ministry Academy. Now, if you want to know who you are and study the word and pray and be in community, there's nothing like it. But if you want to learn the hermeneutics of Luke and historiography, sure. you better have an internet connection because we don't teach that. Yeah. We teach how to pray for the sick and right. preach the gospel and love people. Yeah. And, and he's doing both, you know? So yeah. it's a four-year degree, fully accredited degree. It's one of their main things is being affordable. Mm-hmm. So, so that's JP. JP just wants a generation released into ministry without a ton of debt, without yep. a bunch of useless information. And so he's, yeah, he's discipling people that will disciple the nations. Yep. And he is a great guy. Uh, he's a great speaker. We didn't even talk about that, but just the giftedness of him. Speaking. No one talks faster than JP doors. You think JD talks fast. You think I talk fast. Right. This dude, I mean, don't even, if you want to bring like your, your device to use your thumbs to try to write down what he says, you'd just be better off not doing that. Yeah, we'll upload the sermon to YouTube yeah. right afterwards, and then they've got the uh, half-speed play that you can do. You can yeah. take it down to half-speed. So speed if half-speed like. and a pause button, you might have a chance <laughs> of, of uh, but just, I would just sit there and, and let him spray you with a fire hose of, of great knowledge, and yeah. he's going to get into Romans 15. Uh, about loving each other and accepting one another and not passing judgment. That's where he's going to be coming from, which is, I think, a great message from a younger perspective to an older generation. Yeah. Um, he's, again, he's brilliant, but he's not theological as in like theoriological. Mm-hmm. He, it's all practical theology. So yeah. sexuality, marriage, LBGTQ, uh, all the, I mean, he's he's the expert in, in helping the church communicate, define right. culturally, theologically, you know, bridge that gap to have yeah. meaningful conversations. So I'm, I think I think you would love to, to hear him speak. Yep. So if you don't have a place to come to church or if you just belong to our church and uh, you're one of the people that comes every two or three out of the four, the four weeks, this is definitely one that you're going to want to be a part of. It's our Roman series, Romans 11. Uh, Dr. Pastor J.P. Dorsey is going to be preaching. 9 and 11 30 this sunday we'd love to see you and also mega camp this week uh if you have a student that is just kind of hanging out at home we would love to have them come and hang out with us for the week it's been really fun it's only been one night we've got four more nights to go and we'd love to see your student then until then have a great week and we will talk to you again next week